0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host. Luna Lover, the podcast, acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded: the Araqual people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Uh-oh. 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 Welcome to Luna Lover the Podcast. I'm your host Jordana Levine and today we're exploring the Aquarius full moon. And I wish I could say we're just exploring the Aquarius full moon, (laughs) but there's a lot going on astrologically. um, And I usually don't like to comment too much on anything outside of the moon. This podcast is about the moon and I like to really niche myself by focusing on la luna only. However, there is a lot of influence happening at the moment with all of of the other planets and a few conjunctions that are taking place. We've also got the Lionsgate portal. So if you're tuning in on the day this episode drops, which is Monday, August 8th, you'll likely be aware about the Lionsgate portal because everyone is talking about it. Um, It's a bit of a tricky one for me. I don't know a lot about it astrologically in terms of how I can interpret it astrologically I only know about it through reading up on it so I'm going to give you like a really brief summary about it I always recommend going to to foreverconscious.com and reading her take on Lionscape Portal. She talks about it in depth. She's always got a really beautiful take on it. But basically, this portal that they speak of is activated by the numerology of 8-8, the 8th of August, the 8th month of the year, the sun in Leo, which is the lion, part of the element, I would say, and then the star Sirius. And the star Sirius is often likened to the sun which is also a star in terms of its sort of life force energy but where the sun gives our physical body life force energy sirius gives our higher self our spiritual body energy yeah so it's quite powerful in that sense it is said that this alignment between the sun and the star sirius opens up a portal that allows a direct line of high vibe energy to be sent to earth Which, in ordinary circumstances, I would say is great. However, and again, this is just my interpretation, there is a lot going on astrologically at the moment. And from what I can sense from an energetic perspective, but also the conversations I've had with people, um, we're all feeling it quite deeply. And our energetic and physical and mental and emotional bodies are sort of taking a toll to it. So when we get this high vibe energy, which can be really advantageous and beautiful, it's also just extra energy we're taking on. So just something I want you to be conscious of if you're not feeling perhaps the expansion or the enlightenment or the alignment that you have perhaps felt in the past with a Lionsgate portal. Um, But in saying that, The magic of this portal, they say, the people that say things about this stuff, is that it gives you a greater access to the divine. It opens up your intuitive downloads and your psychic abilities. Um, Great time to be manifesting as well, putting your intentions out into the world. I'm going to stick a link in the show notes to foreverconscious.com's take on Lionscape portal because I think everything that she says, uh, I know really resonates with me and I'm sure it'll resonate with you. So if you want to know more about it, definitely go and check that out. There is a little ritual that I do like to perform on the 8th of August every year to make the most of this open portal. Will I do it this year? Yeah, I'm going to do it this year. (laughs) I'm going to do it again. You might like to do the same. It's really simple. I don't want to overcomplicate things. Basically, I start with a beautiful chakra clearing or chakra alignment meditation so um, you can either do a guided one or if you know how to do it yourself you can do it yourself I have one on insight timer so if you just search my name Jordana Levin all of my meditations will come up and you'll be able to find the chakra clearing meditation really really easily um, I then like to focus on the heart and what it desires And of course, the Lionsgate portal is taking place during Leo season. While the sun is in Leo, it's part of the activation and Leo activates the heart. So it's prime time to be focusing on your heart space. You might remember in the last episode when we spoke about the Leo new moon and we spoke about Leo season, I encouraged you to ask your heart what it needs to feel full today. That's a beautiful way to bring your awareness to your heart space. I like to journal and most of you will know, cause I talk about it quite a bit on here. I'm not a big journaler. I don't journal every day. It doesn't bring me joy, but there are certain times and certain astrological events where I will journal. And this is one of them. So, By doing this, by journaling, what I'm trying to access is my subconscious, doing a bit of free writing, allowing my intuition to guide my next steps, and also sort of taking note of any of those psychic instincts and intuitive nudges that might come through in my writing at that time. So that is all taking place on the 8th of August, but they say that the portal energy is open for a few days. So if you're catching this episode a few days later, don't worry about it. You can, still, you can still access that energy. All right. Let's have a look at what we can expect from this full moon, shall we? It is an Aquarius full moon and it will take place on Friday, August 12 at 11.35 a.m. in Sydney, 2.35 a.m. in London and Friday, August 11 at 9.35 p.m. in New York. This moon requires a little bit of a setup because, like I said before, there is quite a bit going on astrologically, which is, of course, going to have a significant impact on how it affects us. So first of all, we have the conjunction between Uranus and the North Node. I spoke about this briefly on my Instagram. Um, Mars is also in play this week, and we've also got Saturn in play as well with this conjunction. And like I said earlier, I do really like to keep this podcast about the moon But often, often we will be so influenced by what the planets are doing around the moon that it's having an impact on it. But if you do want to know in detail more about um, this Uranus and this Uranus and North Node conjunction, go and check your favorite astrologers accounts. They're going to have a lot more in-depth information on it and a lot more experience with analyzing it as well. But basically... What the, what What is happening with this conjunction while the moon is in Aquarius is it's sort of bringing a level of tension, a shake-up, a push towards your destiny. And it might feel unsettling. You could feel like this feeling of resistance, as if you're sort of meeting resistance head-on. But know that whatever occurs, whatever comes up, whatever surfaces through the shakeup, through the tension, is to put you on your destined path. Yeah? And we're all evolved humans. We all know that sometimes to get to where we're meant to be, there's a little bit of a, a rocky road to get there. Also worth mentioning is the fact that this conjunction has never occurred before. Yeah? So truthfully we're not really sure what to expect with it so i always think that's really important to say because we can analyze it all we want as astrologers we can um, base it on which happens a lot of the other times we can base what has happened every other time there's been a particular conjunction but this mars uranus north node conjunction never happened before then you add to it the moon yeah the full moon in aquarius and you've got yourself a grand cross between the moon, the sun, Mars, Uranus, and the lunar nodes. That's a lot. So this might result in feeling pulled every which way. And it's likely that you're going to need to drum up a lot of resilience, which, by the way, you've all got. We have built nothing but resilience over the last two and a half years. Okay, so you've got resilience, whether you think you've got it or not. And you're also likely going to need a little bit of courage to help navigate this. But it's Leo season, so you've got courage too, all right? So basically what I'm saying is you have got this. It is also a supermoon. And this is our third supermoon since June. Are you exhausted? (laughs) If you're hypersensitive, which I'm going to assume most of you are, it's likely that All of these powerful astrological occurrences that have been happening since the beginning of the year are starting to take a toll on your nervous system. So just be really conscious of that as well. Yeah. What is happening though, as the moon lands in Aquarius, remember astrology is all part of the bigger plan. Yeah. So as the moon and the sun move through the signs, we're going on a predestined journey. And the objective of Aquarius, when the moon arrives here, is to evolve. Perhaps it's an evolution of the self that takes place, a product of everything you've already endured this year. Or perhaps it's a whole new change that sweeps in to force you into the evolution that needs to take place. Who knows? I don't know. But I have a feeling you probably do. And if you don't, this grand cross might have a few things to show you. The mantra for Aquarius is I reform. They are the humanitarians of the Zodiac. The greater cause for Aquarius is that of a better future, a future that allows freedom, justice and social change. So, for yourself, absolutely, but more importantly, for society as a whole, Aquarius understands group consciousness and the power of the joint mind. It gives up personal ego to become a spoke in a wheel for the greater project, yeah, for the bigger picture, for the vision. If you're anything like me and you're very insular and self-focused, which is different to selfish and different to self-absorbed, self-focused, perhaps you work by yourself, perhaps you live by yourself, perhaps you're a very independent person. And you just like, I can do this on my own. I don't need anyone else. (laughs) Are you like that? No, that's just me. Okay. But if you are relating to that in any way, perhaps this week, think about what's happening collectively in your community. Yeah. And I'm going to be, I'm, And I'm very, very interested to see what happens globally and societally with this Aquarius full moon. If you think back to last year, we actually had two Aquarius full moons. And during the first one, um, actually during both of them, both Sydney and Melbourne were in lockdown. If you're in Australia, Sydney and Melbourne were in lockdown. They had been for a very, 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 very long time. We had the beginning of those massive anti-mask protests in the streets, yeah? So there was this massive uprising, this massive uproar, and it happened right on the first Aquarius full moon. I'm not saying that's going to happen again. I'm just interested to see where there's going to be societal shifts, where there's going to be enough is enough, where we're going to be met with resistance in the hope of evolution yeah, or with the objective of evolution. Stay tuned. We shall see. Under this full moon, through all of the chaos and tension that may ensue, can you connect with the evolved mind, the waves of higher consciousness and embrace the air qualities of Aquarius and its ability to create and embrace change at a cerebral level? Yeah? So finding... The greater meaning in what can feel at the time like an inconvenience or an unnecessary obstacle or hurdle. If you look at it from a cerebral perspective, which I don't always ask you guys to do, most of the time I ask you to feel into it, but if you were to process it through your higher consciousness, so not your egoic mind, but your higher consciousness, what is it teaching you? Where is the change? Where is the room? For potential. You've had ample opportunity to test yourself this year. How are you going to grow? What are you going to release under this full moon in order to evoke change, not just in your life, but for society as a whole? This moon will instigate change. There's no question of if it will, it will. The question is how. And what is your reaction to it going to be? With the North Node in play, remember that this is all to put you on track, to steer you towards your purpose and destiny. The way I see it is sometimes it takes a massive shake up, an explosive plot twist, an instability to the ground you stand on to realize that what naturally falls away was actually never meant for you in the first place. So yet again, as with every full moon, but especially these super moony ones, it's important to surrender, drop resistance, and go with the flow. <laughs> so much easier said than done. Just go with the flow. Just, just go with the flow. Chill out. Also, know this. You can instigate your own plot twists, your own pivots. If things have not been working for you, if you have felt stuck, like you're repeating patterns or that you're headed down a precarious path, pivot. (laughs) Ross knows. Ross Geller knows all about it. Pivot, pivot, pivot. You also have agency over your own experience. So if things start to feel chaotic around you, if events begin to unfold that you feel are out of your control, come back to your breath, come back to your body Calm your mind and decide what you're willing to give your time and energy to. That's good advice in general, but especially under this Aquarius full moon. All right, let's have a look at some ways to work with this full moon. Think about what would truly make you feel free right now. Yeah, so freedom is such an important quality for Aquarius. Anything that's getting in the way of that freedom. Allow it to fall away. Yeah. You have the right to feel free within your body. Yeah. I talked about this a lot actually during the lockdowns when we were dealing with this same moon last year. Feeling free is very different to physically being free. You can choose to feel free when in confinement. So we might not be in lockdown anymore. It might. Be feeling that you're stuck in a certain area of your life. Maybe you're stuck in your job. Maybe you're stuck in your relationship. Whatever it might be, can you access the feeling of freedom within it? Or, you know, perhaps you're feeling this intense need to travel and you don't have the capability, the capacity, the whatever financial means to do that at the moment. That's okay. Can you access the feeling of freedom that you feel like travel might evoke in a different way? Next, commit to a cause. There are plenty of things to get behind at the moment. Pick one. Decide what you're going to do to create change. It could be a donation of your time, your dime, or your skill set. It can be big. It can be small. It can be as simple as educating yourself. Next, drop into your body. Aquarius energy is very cerebral and it can be tricky to not let your thoughts get the better of you. If you do start to feel a bit heady, which you probably will, so when you start to feel a bit heady, bring yourself back into your body. Yeah, so barefoot walking, dancing around the kitchen, doing a yoga class, going for a run, whatever you need to get back into your body. A dip in the ocean is also a great circuit breaker when your thoughts are running on a loop Um, or, you know, my favorite, I talk about it on here all the time, standing in the shower, running your scalp under the running water. And then lastly, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be an Aquarius full moon if we didn't embrace our individuality. So this is going to look different to everybody. So I'm not going to give you a prescription for it, but it could be a bold outfit choice. It could be a new hairdo, caveat about the bangs, don't cut bangs. It might be how you present a new project at work or just how you express your views. Don't overthink it, but let your individuality shine through. With the sun in Leo and the moon in Aquarius, the stage couldn't be better set for you to express yourself. All right, my loves, that is everything you need to know. That that synopsis felt a little bit ominous it's not i don't want you to think of that if any of you are familiar with tarot i want you to sort of think of this uranus north node conjunction with this moon the grand cross everything that's happening with saturn i want you to think about the tower card and if you know the tarot deck well the, tar- the tower card can look a little bit ominous at first, but we know that from that wreckage, from that crumble, amazing new things are birthed, yeah? It's where the magic happens with that tower crumble. So allow the tower to crumble. Don't try and restack those bricks. <laughs> Let it fall away. What, not- what is not meant for you will naturally fall away, your destiny will never escape you. It will never escape you. As long as you keep coming back to self, stay in alignment, surrender, practice resilience. And if you, if you meet resistance, different to resilience, if you meet resistance, ask where the tension is coming from and whether you need to step over it, walk through it or surrender to it. <laughs> I could put that on a t-shirt. I just made that up right then. Step over it, walk through it, or surrender to it. Copyright Jordana Levine, Lunar Lover, the podcast. If you want to make the most of this Aquarius full moon, you might like to consider becoming a Lunar Lover member. All Lunar Lover members will get access to an online full moon circle, and that's where we really tap into the energy of the moon. There's some beautiful guided meditations, we do some journaling exercises. I'm going to be leading uh, a yoga nidra as part of this month's circle because of the heightened energy i feel like we really 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 need to get back into our bodies and yoga ninja is a really beautiful way to do that so there'll be a custom one for the aquarius full moon as part of your membership you also get access to a library of guided meditations a library of yoga videos for each phase of the moon there are eight phases to the moon so there are eight yoga classes that change on the reg Um, you also get journal prompts and so many other moon goodies. Every new moon, we do a live circle, which is always really fun because we do it as close to the new moon as possible. And there's something really magical about being live on the call with, every, with all the other members. So if you want to become a Lunar Lover member, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode or head to jordanalovine.com forward slash Lunar Lover. All right, until next moon, we are looking at, what are we looking at? In a couple of weeks' time, we have Virgo season and the Virgo new moon, which I, for one, am very excited about. I love me some Virgo energy. Bring that grounded, organized Virgo energy, please. Until next moon, I'm Jordana Levine, and you've been listening to Lunar Lover, the podcast.